There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Fifty years ago today, the band Free, known for All Right Now, performed its last concert on February 17, 1973, allowing its members to form the new iconic classic rock band Bad Company. I spoke with drummer Simon Kirk when he played the Rock and Roll for Children benefit in Bethesda, Maryland in 2015. Hi, I'm WTOP Entertainment Editor Jason Fraley, and I'm here with Simon Kirk, who you guys know as the drummer of Bad Company and uh, some other bands. I think, weren't you also in Free? I was in Free, yep, many years ago, and I I did four tours with Ringo Starr. You've been around here on the rock scene. (laughs) I've been around quite a bit, Jason, yeah. (laughs) So tell me how... How you first found out about the uh, the event for the, the children's charity? Well, I was actually at a, a charity event a couple of months ago, and I ran into uh, Christine Oldman, who's a wonderful singer, and uh, she asked if uh, I would be interested in, in uh, forming a band, you know, to uh, support this uh, charity, this foundation, to help uh, disadvantaged kids. And I said, yeah, you know, anything to do with kids, I'm, I'm there. You know, I'm, I have four kids myself. I have uh, five grandchildren. So, uh, you know, you know, anything to do with children who are at a disadvantage, you know, I, I, I'm there. And then John Belinky called me officially, you know, a couple of weeks later. And um, he mentioned Mark Rivera who I played with in Ringo, uh, Ringo Starr's all-star band. Mm-hmm. We did a couple of tours together, and uh, he said there was going to be, a, you know, sort of a, an all-star band. And, uh, yeah, great, wonderful. They're, they're a wonderful bunch of musicians. So this event it isn't just you guys uh, auctioning off rock memorabilia. You're actually going to be performing, too? Oh, yeah. We've got a whole set uh, a whole set lined up. I'm going to be singing a couple of songs all right now and uh, can't get enough and uh, maybe shooting star. And, um, you know, uh, it's going to be about uh, 20 songs. So it's going to be a big event. You just named three songs of my childhood <laughs> riding around in the car with my dad. I love it. <laughs> all, all three of those songs are some of my all-time favorites. That's great stuff. Oh, thank you. Um, it's good to know that uh, you know the music uh, manages to uh, jump from generation to generation. So I, I, that makes me very happy. I find that especially um, with classic rock. What do you think it is about that era of music that makes it a little? I think it's kind of timeless. I think it's timeless, and one of the main reasons I think there's no computers involved. Right. Exactly. There's no auto tune and that sort of stuff. It's just real. What you hear is really what was put on the tape, and uh, there's a certain charm and magic to it. 
that you just don't get on Pro Tools and, as you say, Auto-Tune and uh, drum loops and drum machines. So uh, written by real people with real problems. <laughs> yeah, written by real people with real problems and also performed by, like yourself. There's an actual drummer. It's not a computer beat you're listening to. I mean, I, I maybe that's just my own personal opinion, but I just I dig that music so much more because there's actually a person behind each instrument you're hearing on the record. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. But uh, anyway, talk back to the event. Talk about um, some of the people you're going to be playing with. Uh, well, I mentioned Mark Rivera, and um, there's Ricky Bird, who's with uh, Joan Jett on the Black Hearts. Uh, there's um, Jeff Kazee, a wonderful keyboard player, with um, who's played with Bon Jovi. Uh, John Conte on bass. Uh, he plays with Southside John and the Asma Jukes. Um, as I said, Christine Oldman is a fantastic singer. Uh, that's as, I know there are more, but I, I don't have the list with me. But it's uh, it, it's shaping up to be uh, a really good night. And also, we've just got on board Sean Belton as a second drummer who plays with the Saturday Night Live band. He's a wonderful drummer. And uh, I asked specifically to have him on board. Uh, to relieve me of some of the, the drumming duties. Uh, I mean, I can play 20 songs easily, but uh, <laughs> this guy is such a wonderful drummer. Uh, it'd be nice to have him on board. And we're going to be playing two kits. We're going to be doing three or four songs together. I'm going to be playing about seven or eight songs. He'll play five or six songs, and then we'll do three or four together. So uh, that should be very interesting. He's a great, great drummer. That's really cool. Yeah, it's going to be at the Bethesda Blues and Jazz Club um, in Bethesda, and it's to, um, let's just remind the listeners, it's to benefit the Children's Inn at NIH, National Institutes of Health. Um, and uh, there's also going to be an auction with a bunch of your instruments. Um, do you know anything about the auction part or just the show? Actually, I don't, uh, Jason, no. Just in terms of the music, though, did you, over the years, I mean, I'm sure you play all your hits over and over again. You mentioned several of them. Do you have a personal favorite from Bad Company that that you love to drum on the most? Or on the flip side, um, any songs you're tired of playing? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. I, I still like playing them, all of them. Um, there's, there are several that I really love playing. Shooting Star is always a joy to play because it's got such a great message behind it. Right. Um, and Bad Company. I mean, I, I love playing Bad Company because of the mood and the light the light and shade that, that uh, is in that song. Penny Sky is uh, a great funky song to play. Rock steady. Mm-hmm. You know, feel like making love. Uh, I played that to death. <laughs> um, right. It still it still manages to kick along, but uh, no, I, I love them all. I'm easy. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, in Shooting Star, you know, it opens with Johnny was a schoolboy when he heard his first Beatles song. And, and then you went on and, you know, did some playing with Ringo, too. It's funny. Um, do, you, do, you, do you remember when you heard your first Beatles song? Question. I think it was 
Yeah. Never got that uh, one before? I, no, that's a very good one. Um, I believe it was She Loves You. I think their first uh, their first hit. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, that was back in 60, oh, 64. I was 15 years old. And uh, it changed, really changed my life. Do you they, remember where you they were? They wrote it together. Um, I was in my my little house in uh, in England, and uh, we were listening to a station called Radio Luxembourg mm -hmm. because the BBC played very very straight, very staid uh, music. But there was this sort of pirate uh, station called Radio Luxembourg in in uh, uh, Europe, and they played this thing called She the She Loves You. I didn't. I, I remember hearing. Um, their very first Love Me Do, which I didn't think was, uh, you know, was okay. Right. But a couple of months later, they came out with this She Loves You. Wow, it was wonderful. Changed my life. So the song you reference in your Bad Company song, in Shooting Star, you say Love Me Do, I think it was. But you, you, you personally, you'd rather skip over that one and go to She Loves You. I didn't write that one, Paul. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that was a Paul Rogers good. choice. <laughs> yeah, Paul. But I think also it made better sense to sing it because... Right. You know, you, you couldn't sing another Beatles song title that would fit in that line. So, uh, anyway, it was, it was great. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Do you stay in touch with uh, with Paul at all? No, we, we do, yeah. I mean, he's uh, he's a busy lad. <laughs> he lives up in Vancouver. And, uh, you know, we keep in touch now and again. We've been, we've been friends for... Yeah, because you, you guys were... You were in free together, right? And then you disbanded and made Bad Company after that? Yeah. Yeah, we we were free was together about five years, and then uh, we broke up in '73 and formed Bad Company with Mick Ralph and Bob Burrell from uh, Mock the Hoople and King Crimson. What was the yeah. what was the uh, reason for disbanding Free and, and starting Bad Company instead? Oh well, you know, it was, we, it was a bit like a relationship, a girlfriend. We got tired <laughs> of each other. Right, right. You know, we we were young and we had that big hit, all right now, and. Uh, we were suddenly touring a lot and traveling everywhere, and uh, you know, a couple of us weren't even shaving yet. So uh, we we uh, we had a lot of success very at a very young age, and it kind of got the better of us. And and we called it quits after um, around about the uh, the late fall of '72, and we formed Bad Company in the spring '73. And weren't you also in another band shortly after Bad Company, Wildlife? Yeah, well, Bad Company was, you know, had a lot of stops and starts, and uh, I wanted to keep playing, and I I joined forces with this young band. They were a good good band called Wildlife, and and we did an album, and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you you do your homework, Jason. <laughs> the only reason I mentioned that was because it segued back into. I think you had a, a track called Charity, so I wanted to. Uh, it wow. brings it brings it full circle to our charity uh, event here. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. Yeah, I wrote a song called Charity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you've, yeah, it's it's uh, it's been a cause you've been involved with for longer than you even remember. But uh, hey, no, thanks so much for, for joining us. Um, any, any any final words yeah. about about the the event? Um, other than um, looking forward to seeing everyone and let's help these kids as much as we can, so please come along. Thanks so much, Simon. Thank you, Jason. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.
I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.